I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. That's one way to do it, huh? All right. What a win. OT again. Man, if the Flyers can get to overtime every night with these new lines, huh? All right. Doesn't look like anyone's here. Let's give it a few seconds. Bring up the time on ice. Charts. How'd everyone like that one, huh? What's up, Dave? How's it going? How's it going, everybody? What a win. What a win. All right, people are filing in, so let's get it started. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio's Facebook Live post game. My name's Bill Mass. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. Connect me again. Connect me again. Who knew uh, that the Flyers' best three-on-three line is it the best three-on-three line anymore, huh? If the Flyers can get the overtime every night between uh, between the uh, Konechny, Couturier, Provorov trio and the Giroux, Voracek, Ghost threesome, I don't think they'll ever lose. Uh, Flyers only played one really good period in uh, in regulation tonight. Uh, the second period, they were good. The... Uh, you know, book ended by a couple of poor efforts. I just thought they got really outplayed by uh, by Detroit in the first and the third, but it doesn't matter. They get the two points. They get it to overtime. They win a road game, uh, get the two points against an Eastern Conference opponent. And uh, what is going on? Has that game started yet? The uh, Columbus-Vegas game? Fifteen thirty-eight left in the first. It's still zero-zero. Flyers could find themselves uh, tonight in the top three in the division. That would just be absolutely freaking insane. Uh, oh, they already are top three in the division. There it is. Yeah, I guess if um, yeah, Columbus has to lose still uh, for them not to uh, for them to hold that position there. Columbus has to lose. Uh, but that, I mean, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw that coming? Uh, and Columbus is in Vegas, so there's a good chance they lose. Vegas is like untouchable at home. Uh, Jesus, just what? <laughs> what an exciting group! Uh, I, I did not think at any point I'd uh, I'd say that, but what a uh, this team has really, really turned it around. That's what sixteen five and one since the ten game losing streak. They are just uh, they're finding a way every night. You know, they're not playing all some hockey every single night, but uh, they're finding a way, and I guess that's all you can really ask for. Um, they got some clutch saves out of Elliott, and honestly, Detroit had some clutch misses, uh, but to the Flyers' credit, they killed a couple of penalties, which you know is basically impossible for them to do. Uh, they, the, 
that stupid Hague penalty at the end. They were able to kill that off and uh, get it to overtime. And that's all you can ask for. Uh, you know, you'd like not to be in that situation, but once you are, you got to ex- execute. And that's what they did. Uh, thrilled with two points out of tonight. They just weren't looking too great. And uh, here we are top three in the division looking to make that playoff run. All right. Uh, Hell, I I just want to talk to you guys tonight. I don't even have all that much. Uh, let's just get into it. All right. Uh, yeah, the GJ Ghost Trio can't even get on the ice. It ain't fair. We can't even get our best trio on the ice. We can't get our best three three-on-three guys out there. Uh Couturier connecting and Proverall keep hogging all the glory. That's three straight overtime games. Those three have won on the first shift. What what are we to do? Ghost needs his OT winners too, guys. Uh, Konechny's on like a a Gostas Bear kind of a kind of run here. Remember that Ghost run in his uh, his rookie season with all those OT winners. Uh, he's it's it's been a lot of fun. Limblom up for Raffle. Yeah, Raffle's going to be reevaluated tomorrow. All I heard was he's not he's got a lower body injury per Hextall and uh he's going to be reevaluated tomorrow. So who knows if he's going to miss any time, but with um with Taylor Lear and Dale Weiss both sitting in the press box, I seriously doubt if they bring up um if they bring up Limblom especially considering um yeah. Thursday is the last game until the All-Star break. They don't play again until Wednesday the 31st in Washington coming out of the break. So I seriously doubt they'd call up Lindblom uh, for just one game with two guys sitting in the press box. I don't love it. I would love to see him up, obviously, but don't see that happening. This team's coming together. Starting to come together, Charlie. Starting to come together. That's my Lou Brown. Sounds a lot like uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, I guess. Konechny is on fire, man. This is what we've been waiting. This, this is what we've been waiting for out of Konechny. Like this is the guy we thought we were drafting, and it's paying off. And uh, hey, I hate to say it, but credit the coaching staff for having confidence in him, putting him up on that third line, using him in overtime. Now, sure, maybe it took way too long to uh, to gain that confidence in him, but they have it now, and uh, it, it's paying off. Hello from from Canada. Flyers playing well. What's up, Jerry? Uh, they were saying if Columbus loses, we would be in second. Uh, I believe New Jersey still has the tiebreaker over the Flyers. The Flyers have one more game played than Jersey. Um, so they'll they'll be in third as long as uh, Columbus loses in Vegas tonight. I believe. Bertuzzi won this game for us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, they had – I can't believe how many how many uh, misses the uh, the Red Wings had tonight, and Bertuzzi had two or three. It was unbelievable. Bill, the team has been on fire since you took on your uh, Star Trek alternate Bill look. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Julian look tonight. I've got the, uh, I've got the skull cap and everything. Nine out of ten. Yeah, they're playing great hockey. They played bad and found a way. Provy struggled tonight. Provy was fighting the puck. Um, we see it sometimes out of uh, later. How many times do I have to tell you later updates? Uh, we see it sometimes out of um, Voracek when he just has those nights where it's the, the puck 
and him are enemies, and that's what it looked like with Proverov tonight. Who replaces Raffle, and why will it be Dale Weiss? Uh, I'd like to think it's Taylor Lear, but they're going to go with um, <laughs> they're going to go with the veteran with size, and it's going to be Dale Weiss. You just know it. You just know it, and he'll score. It's Tampa, right? Yeah, they got Tampa. He'll get the game winner against Tampa and uh, never come out of the lineup again. I'll take the sloppy win. Good teams find a way. They absolutely do. That's, I mean, you know, they didn't play great tonight. They played very well in the second period. Uh, I liked what I saw out of them in the second, but they just got outplayed in the first and third, uh, which was surprising considering uh, it was Detroit who played last night. And um, they found a way, though. They they kept, they got they got through the third period, uh, and then they went it in overtime. Got to capitalize. How many times have we said about the Flyers? You have to capitalize on your chances tonight. Detroit did not, and the Flyers did, so they get the two points. Wonder what the Raffle injury is. Um, they said lower body. That's all I know. TK is the OT, what Danny was the playoff hockey. Uh, little, let's see a couple more, but it's been spectacular these last couple weeks, absolutely. Provorov did have a rough game and mentioned earlier, Ghost is actually picking him up. They're picking each other up. Those two complement each other so well. They just give each other so much confidence. It's a great thing to see. Um, I'm not in love with the other two pairs. Like, they kind of, in Provorov and Ghost right now, have what they had in the uh, the super line with Voracek, with uh, Couturier and Giroux at the beginning of the year, and it kind of hurt the depth of the rest of the team. But to his credit, I think McDonald played um, a better-than-usual McDonald game tonight. Absolutely had the goal. He stopped a couple of zone entries, which is mind-boggling, and uh, I, I didn't think he was too bad tonight. Brandon Manning, atrocious in the first period, especially visibly atrocious. Um, I, uh, I, he and, and Gudis, not the best pairing either. Um, I don't know if you can stick with this Provy Ghost pairing this long, considering the uh, the talent of the other two. But, hell, man, it's working right now. They're winning, so keep rolling it out there. Coots all over the ice tonight. Just double shift the rest of the season. Yeah, why not? He's the man right now. He's He's everything we ever wanted out of him and more. Is it possible Patrick is being coached not to push himself too hard this year? There are flashes of power and some speed from him, but his injury history makes me wonder why we don't see this more often. Because 19-year-olds typically don't dominate in the NHL. If Weiss fills in for Raffle, I'll turn the TV off. Listen. Listen. It's dumb. It's dumb to put Weiss in there over Lear or really over anybody ever. But they're winning. Just enjoy it. Don't worry about an injury fill-in for one game. Why doesn't Hack use his timeouts? Guys look tired. That's a wonderful question. Uh, we've wondered this for a few episodes on BSH Radio recently. Um, I, I, could, I can't answer it. I, I, I don't know. He never uses them. I don't know why. TK shoots the puck like Kevin Deneen. Charlie's been mocking me every time uh, every time he score, every time TK scores now because I was questioning his shot. And earlier in the season, he didn't have uh, – and last year when he struggled to score, 
just didn't look like he had the most threatening shot. But uh, to his credit, it's really come along, and he's got confidence, and it's accurate, and it's beating goalies right now. So, hey, man, I'll take I'll take all the I'll take all the harassment on Twitter in the world over that. I didn't know if Konechny had the shot to be the uh, electric offensive player we wanted him to be, and looks like he does now. I'll say it. I was wrong. Fine with me. Get to see this out of Travis Konechny every night. I'll just come on here and say I'm wrong and sign off every single night. Uh, we have the tiebreaker over New Jersey. Beat them twice. I don't think head-to-head comes into play. Um, we have more regulation and overtime wins. Yeah, they just have one less game played. That's what I'm seeing here. Uh, so they have a better points percentage. Missouri. What's up, Missouri? Going to have nightmares tonight about the Laterra Hague 2-on-1. I mean, it's not much different than really uh, any um, – not much different than really any odd man rush this team gets, you know? How did they review the TK goal if Detroit had no timeout? Um, offside challenges now are a penalty, not a timeout. But I assume it came from the league. That's all I know. I I, I guess the league. I That OT winner got the first big screaming yeah out of me this season. Um, I was just more like, no way he does it again. No way he does it again. Oh, he did it again. Very nice. Yeah, it's a couple of uh, – and he made a great play to keep it on sides, get his feet back, not touch the puck. It looked like at least, I mean, they ruled that he didn't. I'm not convinced that he didn't, but I don't think you could prove he did touch it when he was still offside. Uh, but he made a great play to stay on side. And then, uh, but Couturier jamming that puck up along the boards and uh, knocking it loose for him. Absolutely great on the second effort. Bill, you're not allowed to shave until they lose. You're going to look like Jake soon. Uh, I'm not allowed to lose until the Eagles, um, until the Monday after the Super Bowl, one way or the other. I've already been told, so. They looked like they were playing a dump and chase, sitting on a lead uh, in the start of the third, and it came back to bite them. Thoughts? Yeah, they definitely um, they definitely were sitting back again in the third. Um, and that's just not what this team is good at. This team is good at getting on offense um, and containing the puck in the offensive zone. If you ask them to defend, they're not great at it. And, you know, they gave up the lead. Um, I think maybe part of it was Raffle was hurt, so your bench is short because you've already got Goldborn who doesn't play. And that was the first thing I wanted to check on was uh, how much time. All right, so Raffle didn't play. The last time he played was uh, with a minute 45 left in the second period. And then Goldborn, where you at, bud? Goldborn got three third period shifts, so he's been getting a little bit more time lately. He only had 6.55 tonight, but he hadn't been eclipsing five or six minutes for until last game. Uh, and he, he got uh, yeah, three third period shifts. Uh, came off at 17.05, 10.06, and 5.27. So they're using him sparingly. But, I mean, you already have a short bench with Raffle injured, not playing any uh, any time in the third. So you you really can't go to 10 forwards when you have a lead. I guess that was probably part of it, uh, why maybe they sat back a little bit more tonight than um, 
than they have been. We know they go into that defensive shell sometimes with the lead, but uh, I feel like they did it earlier than usual because they were they were so shorthanded because they're choosing to waste the roster spot by not using Goldborn at all, and Raffle didn't play in the third. Philpola needs to go. I feel like Philpola has been a little better recently, but, you know, he's gone after this year. Maybe at the deadline if they're lucky. Limblom, I seriously doubt is coming up if Raffle is out. Uh, maybe if he's out a while, like if it extends through the All-Star break, and then it's not something I don't think we would know until at least after the All-Star break that went next Wednesday uh, against Washington. Um, maybe if it's a serious amount of time, they go with that. But with, like I said, Weiss and Lee are already in the press box. I don't know if somebody comes over and jumps those two, but who knows? Goldborn did, so anything's possible. Could TK grow into Briere, or are they not really the same player? Um, I mean, Briere was great, man. Uh, if if he's just if he's something like Briere, that would be absolutely amazing. I think he is a little bit better, honestly, at uh, handling the puck. I feel like Briere was a real give and go player. Like he was a one touch kind of guy, um, dish it, give it back to me, shoot kind of guy, and. Um, Konechny's just um, better at holding it, will uh, uh, create space to get the puck to his teammates. I think they're a little bit different in that regard, but um, to have Briere's level of production and his size in this league would be absolutely phenomenal. How long has this been live? It's been 17 minutes. The old expression, you got to be good to be lucky and lucky to be good. A while ago, all these bounces would have gone against us. And now they're going our way. Hell yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about, honestly, is it didn't snowball. They give up the uh, they give up the first goal. They're down one at the end of the first, but it didn't snowball. And that's something that happened so much to them um, earlier in this year. They would give up the first one and, okay, this is manageable. It's not like they're killing us. They just got the first one. But then they'd be down two at the end of the first. And it would just be like, okay, this is something we actually have to climb out of now. But tonight, they're only, they get through it. They're only down the one. They recollect themselves in the locker room. Uh, and then they come out, start of the second period. Andrew McDonald, a minute 10 into the second, uh, ties the game. And brand new game with, you know, more than well more than half the game to go. So uh, I, I was that's one thing I was happy with. While they didn't play their best hockey in the first period, um, they didn't allow it to snowball, and that's important. Patrick has looked very, very good recently. He's had a good six weeks or so. Yeah, I think um, – I think he's healthier. I think he's more confident, and I think his line mates are playing better. Uh, Wheel was um, had an up and down first half. Simmons was clearly dealing with those injuries because that line looked awesome in the preseason. It was looked like something they could go with, and then it just was. They were getting their brains beaten in uh, during the season. Had to break it up. They went back to it now, and uh, all three guys look look like the dangerous players they were uh, to start the year. And as a third line, that's that's a that's a good matchup right there against other third lines having those three Vegas scores one nothing all right Knights are up absolutely awesome 
they look tired tonight. Not as much energy. Uh, I agree. I feel like they didn't have uh, the bounce that they did. I think they got outplayed against uh, Washington over the weekend, but just had more, like, I don't know. I, just, I felt like they just had more fight in them. But uh, to their credit, they got through it anyway tonight. He's afraid to use his time timeout in case he needs to challenge. Um, yeah, I get that. Um, I just, yeah, you say you don't agree, David. Uh, me neither. So I, so like, I, I get you might need a challenge, but challenges are such a coin flip anyway. And that's the thing is, I feel like when they give up a goal at the end, he just challenges the challenge. Like, ah, we got it. Maybe there was something. And why not just use the timeout? But like, you could have used that timeout on on any other situation where the boys just looked like they needed a break you needed to get something together i don't necessarily agree with that philosophy either and anaheim's up one nothing over uh, over the rangers outstanding such a great play how tk came back on side without touching the puck it really was um can't say enough about how the kids how the kids progressed recently. Uh, he absolutely had some deficiencies in his game. You always thought that the talent was gonna uh, win out, but um, it, it just took it just took a little longer than maybe we would have liked for the coach to have that confidence that we had. But now he has it, and it's really paying off. I mean, he started three straight overtime games and has won them for him. Why is it when we're on a roll, there's a break in schedule? Damn it. Although we came out of last break okay, wish they could skip the All-Star weekend. Yeah, me too, but, you know, it's a little bit of break for everybody. It's never – and now Raffles hurt. Give him a chance to get uh, healthy. It's it's never bad to have a break. Why did it take so long to send Sandheim back to the Phantoms? Will Alt suffer the same fate in the press box? Well, that's why Will Alt is up, because he's just here to sit. Because he's not a prospect. He's not a guy that they're invested in. He's just a body who can sit, and if somebody gets sick or something, uh, they can throw him in there in a, in a pinch. Um, we talked about why did it take so long to send Sandheim down. I guess the only the – only, um, the only possible logical explanation is Hextall just really wanted Hack to see the error of his ways and figured Manning would eventually play himself out of the job, um, and Hack just didn't see it that way. So finally, Hextall broke and sent Sanheim down. That's Buyers at the deadline, you can't waste G. Jake Coots ghost all having career years. We have enough pieces at every level. Don't disagree right now. I do not disagree right now. Latera looks like a cartoon character running in place when he tries to skate. He is not fleet of foot. Since Patrick pretty much had the same injury as G and Ghost, are we finally starting to see what a healthy Patrick will look like? Yeah, I think G's and Ghosts were a little bit more severe. The problem with Patrick was that it was misdiagnosed and he had to have multiple uh, he had to have multiple multiple procedures done. I definitely think uh, health is health is playing a role, but also I think it's just learning 
learning what he can and can't do at this level. When you aren't positive of what you should do, you're just going to look slower because you're thinking. And don't think, kid. It can only hurt the club, you know? Like, you're going to – if you're indecisive, you're going to look slower. Now I think he's just letting his – letting his talent and his instincts take over. He knows uh, what the coaches want him to do, and he has chemistry with his line mates, and it's just making him look like the player we want him to look like at this point. As good as Elliot, damn it, as good as Elliot and Noivy have been, I'm sure the guys are winning and being aggressive in OT because our goalies are not good on breakaways. I mean, that could be. PK looked passive. Um, penalty kill always looks passive. This is just – they are uh, they need to literally change whatever they, whatever they're doing, do the opposite. Maybe they need to face the other way. I, just defend with your asses. I don't know. This penalty kill. But, hey, they killed them off tonight. <laughs> At least they got through. At least they were uh, able to hold the Red Wings without a power play goal tonight, and that is not something we can say on a lot of evenings. Uh, these are the games that you cannot lose. Playoffs teams find a way in these second-half grinders uh, that are really boring. First time this year, I think it's okay to say they're real contenders to make the playoffs. I mean, they're top three in their division. They're not even a wild-card team at this point, so they're absolutely contenders. Why the hell do we have uh... – all right, you're – your point is he's Goldborn's only playing five, six minutes. Wouldn't read be better than the comments are just coming in and I'm losing them. I can't scroll up all the way for some reason. I can only go so far up. Uh, wouldn't read be better than Goldborn. Um, they're winning. Uh, I think so. At least maybe he could help the penalty kill a little bit, but um, it's hard to argue with the success of the team right now whatever the formula is it's working yeah i believe reed would definitely be a player for player obviously reed is just better um but it's working so who the hell knows at this point connect me in the running for future hall of fame player uh, let's slow down a little Jordan Wheel had a great game. Whole line of Wheel Patrick Simmons had a 54, 50, 63%. Corsi, four percentage. Really starting to come together. Great for Patrick's development, too. Absolutely. I mean, and it's a line that um, it does a lot of it's, – it's a very – there's a reason I love that line in the preseason. They just seemed like three complementary players, uh, and it's really starting to come together. And it's a team that can – it's a trio that can absolutely – get in on a four check and have an extended cycle and, you know, win shifts and as a third line um, is going to have some favorable matchups because you have to take away the Couturier line and you have to take away the Voracek line that leaves you with bottom six matchups against three good players. So it's a, it's something the Flyers should look to exploit uh, maybe a little more often, but it's working right now. If the Flyers win the cup, they can make Hackstall the god king of the team. Yeah, I'd have no problem with that at all. I'd get a 
get a uh, my my Mount Rushmore tattoo that I said would have a uh, Nick Foles face four times. I'll make one spot for uh, I'll make one spot for Dave Haxtell if the Flyers win the cup. I'll leave one blank just in case. Do you think the Hague boarding penalty was payback? If so, really bad timing for it. No, I think it was just a, a dumb play. He could have easily got to the front and turned him, uh, done a couple of things to deliver a legal hit, and he just chose to uh, he just chose to drive the guy, you know, headfirst into the boards, and that's illegal. I think he just made a dumb play. Why does TK never seem to look happy or excited when he scores these game winners? The other day when he won the game, it looked like his teammates were giving him a hard time and kept squeezing his face. Who knows what they're saying out there to each other. Is that a CM Punk shirt? It is. It's the, uh, yeah, it's the Chicago flag CM Punk shirt. So the two, so the two reviews tonight, were they really necessary? It didn't seem interference and Coots and Travis were both on sides. Well, that's why the goals went their way. But uh, a coach is going to challenge if he thinks there was a goalie interference. And honestly, I could easily see that goal getting overturned. And the, the Kanekne one, honestly, if there's, a, if there's an angle that I didn't see, uh, the fact that it got called onside on the ice, I think, really helped him. It looked like he avoided that puck uh, before he got back. But that's a really close play. And since it's part of the game, uh, they're going to review it. I don't think onside review should be a thing. I don't think offside should be a thing overall, actually. But uh, I really don't think the offside review should exist. But since it does, they're going to do it. Alt is a computer-generated hockey player. He was built for the press box. Uh, I agree. Laterra needs to be buried. It's atrocious. He's playing in the NHL. Bring Reed or any of the kids up. Yeah, they're just not doing it. Interesting to note, Manning had the least amount of ice time for defense by multiple minutes, yet AMAC still used more than everyone other than Provy. Um, I wanted to check on that because where'd you go? Where'd you go, Manning? Yeah, after the first period, he really had his ice time reduced, Brandon Manning. He played 541 in the first, um, and he was atrocious in the first period. And he had eight shifts. After that, he only had, what, yeah, 10 total shifts, 348 in the second, 420, nice, in the third. Uh, so he really had his ice time reduced after that really bad, uh, after that really bad uh, first period. I thought McDonald played pretty well tonight, but, um, you know, I judge McDonald by McDonald. By McDonald's standards, I think he had a very good game. Um, but uh, I think just because he plays so much on the penalty kill contributes to his overall uh, overall ice time. But let's see here. Proverov, 23-42. Yeah, McDonald had a, what, 21-31, a minute 26 at shorthanded. So he... Um, he played 20 minutes at 5-on-5. Five five. Where's Ghost? 20-46 at uh, total with a minute 24. So they basically got the same amount of time. I think it was just situational, and after you benched um, after you benched Manning tonight, you had to go to McDonald a little more. 
Jake's got the Ric Flair robe. Nice, nice. What can they do during the All Star break to stay focused and come back strong after the break? Whatever they did after the, uh, whatever they did after the, uh, after the buy. I mean, it's just about it, it's just about coming back with the right mindset. It's just you can't let these things. Everyone's going on the All Star break. It's not just them, you know. So everyone, you just have to come back and and play the game you've been playing. I think it's just more about um, remembering what was working and getting back to that. The ass pet press PK strategy. I kind of want to see it. Kind of don't. I mean, what could it get worse? Yeah, there you go. Sean Malone can't be worse. Uh, the problem with playing Goldborn was shown tonight uh, when Raffle got injured. Had to play him in the third, and it hurt. It, yeah, I think. Um, and he only got three shifts in the third period, I think. Um, but you're already short because you're choosing to bring a guy up who plays like five minutes. At, at most, he plays like five minutes. Um, then if a forward goes down, now you're really short because you're playing a guy who you are declaring you have very little confidence in by playing him only a few minutes a night. Um, and then there's an injury, and now you only got 10 forwards, really. Do you think Hexy will trade Hag? I feel like Morin is a better fit for this team. No, I don't. I mean, maybe down the line when more defensemen get here, but if they felt Moran was a better fit, um, he'd be here over Hag. They're playing Hag. They like him. That's what that means. Can we at least put faster guys on the penalty kill rather than giving the garbage guys minutes? Uh, look how effective Anthony Sioux was tonight. Yeah, um, I, do, you, like, do you want Travis Konechny out there? I guess maybe maybe a Jordan Wheel could help. Um Jake kind of has a – he's okay sometimes, but other times he gets lost in his own end. Um, I, they just don't really have that many of those types of guys. Konechny is the next Coots, was doing all the right things, just needed the right line mates. Uh, I don't think he was doing all the right things. I think he seriously improved his game. I think he got a little stronger. I think he uh, stopped making so many soft, boneheaded plays uh, in the defensive zone. Um, I think he got more confident in his shot. He started releasing it more. I, just, I think he improved himself uh, to earn the ice time he's getting. This team has a lot of resilience. I think they can make a run similar to the 2010 team. This team has better goaltending, and if they can stay hot, then maybe they'll roll through the playoffs. <sighs> Don't underestimate how good that 2010 team was. They got off to a terrible start, but, like, that roster was awesome. Uh, their top four defense of, uh, of Pronger, Carl, Tiemann, and Coburn was really good. I mean, Giroux and JVR were on the third line. Don't underestimate how good that team was. We could easily be playing in June. Uh, there's so much parity in the league, especially in the East. Yeah, I mean, this could absolutely be a playoff team.
On an unrelated note, boy, do the Oilers suck. How many want number one draft picks and Buffalo is smoking them 5-0? Yeah, the Oilers just, they're run by buffoons. Totally agree. Utilizing matchups against third line with big body Simmons and Patrick will likely become a matchup nightmare late in games for opponents. Yeah, and I mean... Guys, that's the fun of it is Nolan Patrick's only going to get better, and we don't really know if uh, Jordan Wheels reached his ceiling yet, you know? So it's it's a lot of fun. You have a legitimate 30-goal scorer uh, as your right winger on that line. So that line could be one of those um, in a playoff run, you go, wow, okay, I like what I'm seeing here, you know? Larkin is almost as annoying as Crosby. No one's more annoying than Crosby. His face is so just, ugh. Should I get Jeru's face tattooed on my lower back? Absolutely. Do that. Do it. Yes. Hello from Germany. What's up, Germany? Blue Jackets just tied it. Goddamn BJs. Hart made it to the max amount of goalie of the week in WHL. He's good to go player for next season. He's a good to go player for. He'll be in the AHL next year. How long he's in the AHL? Who knows? Goalies are voodoo, man. You have no idea how long they're gonna last. Uh, he'll be in the AHL next year, and then we'll we'll see from there. I barely even think about AMAC anymore because of how bad Manning can be. But then, of course, Amac still makes unthinkable decisions. He does, and Charlie has has talked about that on our uh, on BSH Radio. He'll just say, like, "Hey, you know, don't just don't be exhausted by Amac and not criticize him um, when he does bad stuff because you assume he's going to make bad plays." But uh, I thought he was pretty good tonight for him. I thought he was an all star. Raffle out. Please no Weiss. I'm sorry, guys. It's just what's probably going to happen. If AMAC was uh, number four or five in ice time and not making five million, we wouldn't even be talking about him. Too bad he's used as a number two. Yeah, I have no problem. If they actually – I could only hear players say he's he's a good veteran presence so many times before I believe it. If uh, players are comfortable with him and everyone in the locker room likes him, and they do believe him to be one of the captains of this team. Uh, I don't have a problem with him being here. It is the salary and it is the usage. Those are the problems more than anything. Would you trade for Mike Green? Um, trade what? Uh, like, um, I'm not parting with either. I'm not parting with either first round pick. Do we have any? Extra picks after the first. Uh, we have an extra five and an extra seven. So, I mean, would that get you Mike Green? I doubt it. I don't want to part with any uh, with any actual prospect assets for a rental. So, probably not. Like, in a perfect world, I'd like to have him. But I'd also like to just see maybe Travis Sanheim um, 
in for Brandon Manning, and that would make our defense better. Like if Sanheim was playing right now, maybe he'd have that kind of impact by, you know, by March. Who knows? What would it take to get Carlson? Everything. And uh, there isn't a lot I wouldn't give up for Carlson, but it would have to be. Moran is hurt again. That's fun. Why isn't Lawton on the penalty kill? That is... Uh, what did he play tonight? Yeah, three seconds of PK time. So that's a great question. I, I have no idea. Would love to see Domi name on a flyer uniform. Uh, yeah, I mean... Max is good. I just doubt, uh, you know, they'd be willing to part with him. I believe they'll be able to trade uh, Philpola by the uh, by the trade deadline. Do we have any news on Raffle? Sorry if this has already been asked uh, late to the show. Uh, all I know is lower body injury will be reevaluated tomorrow. That's uh, that's just that's what I saw on Twitter uh, during the game. That's what Hextall said. So unless um, they found something out since then, uh, I, I don't think so. Every time I watch a Detroit game, Anthony Sioux stands out. Nice piece for them. Yeah, he's a guy I uh when he was having all those um all his all his contract drama this offseason and it, uh I, I was hoping somehow, some way, you know, he could he could potentially end up a flyer, but it was a pipe dream. And uh yeah, I, I, I like I like watching that kid a lot. How many goals does Jake have this year? I believe it's nine. That's his ninth, yeah. If they win the couple, get hack tattooed on my left shoulder blade. I'll get his face over my face. Took a lot of shots from the point tonight. Don't want to see that coming back. Um, this is a team that really likes to utilize its point men. And you have Gostaspare, you have Provorov, you have some guys who can shoot from there. Uh, Gudis has a decent shot. Um, and it's just a part of their offense. It's who they are. Uh, and they think with, with guys like Wayne Simmons who like to get to the net, it's um, it's a way to create rebounds, create chances, get offensive zone draws, and just extend your zone time. So it, it's just a part of their offense. Um, I don't I, – I appreciate when they get away from it and do it less, but it's it's just a major part of their offense. <laughs> You're the GM. What moves are you making at the deadline for a real push? Um, man, it just depends on where they are. If they keep this up, um, maybe you can get a uh, maybe you can get a, another 
uh, another good winger that you can plug in for depth somewhere. Um, or a veteran defenseman. Maybe you can move Philpola for, like, uh, almost do the reverse. If you're able to get a, a veteran style defenseman, uh, not someone who's done like Mark Streit was, but uh, if you're able to go out and get that type of player um, for Philpola, the way the Flyers, you know, got, got Philpola for Streit, uh, something like that I, I think could, uh, could help them out quite a bit. Do you feel if we're still in a playoff position prior to deadline, can we get a good pick or decent aged player with potential? Hextall hasn't shown his cards in that regard yet, uh, other than the one year of uh, selling off selling off Coburn and team, and he really hasn't shown his cards uh, what his deadline strategy is going to be. So we'll have to wait and see. The one year they were close, uh, he just did nothing and let uh, – let it fall as it were, and they made the playoffs. So who knows? Maybe he believes in this roster and wants to see how they play, doesn't want to give anything up for a rental, or we'll have to see. Yeah, they're not trading Provorov. He's You're not trading Provorov. Well, Jake also leads the league in assists, so it's it's fine that he only has nine goals. Okay, Richard, he, he has the most assists in the league. Speaking of getting to the net, when was the last time Jake was at the net? Well, he sets other players up. That's like his role. He, You just have some issue with Jake Voracek, and it's kind of silly. Like, he leads the league in assists. He is he is a point guard. He carries the puck into the offensive zone and sets up other guys to score. That's his, that's his position. If they trade Philp at the deadline, who plays 3C? Would they give give Vecchioni a middle six center position? Uh, that would be – I would have Vecchioni or, um, yeah, probably Vex have, be the fourth center, and uh, I would move Scott Lawton up because he's earned it. He's played that well this year. How many, B, how many light poles did the BSH crew climb on Sunday – and have you ever ran into a pole? Uh, I haven't tried to climb a light post since 2008. Uh, that uh, it, it went poorly for me. So, Does Frost make this team next year? Why are you thinking about next year, man? Jesus, come on. They're in the playoffs right now. Forget next year. Aside from Amac, Philpel, and Weiss, are you content with this team, with this year's team heading into the All-Star break? Yeah, I have no problem with this team. Weiss doesn't play anymore, so that's not a problem. Amac is Amac. I mean, he is what he is. Philpel, I just want to move him down. I think he should be the fourth center, and I think Scott Lawton should replace him, and that would be that. That's... And get stripped out. You really just, Richard, have an issue with, I mean, he, 
he's creating chances. That's what he does. You clearly don't understand what the position is, uh, and you just have a problem with Jake, which is fine. You just know that you're wrong. Would you trade Noivy for Peter Morazic at the deadline to have a backup that can stay healthy? Um, I, I don't know what kind of moves they're going to be able to make with Neuver. Why would somebody want Neuver? That's why. Why would somebody want Neuver? He can't stay healthy. What good does he do the team that's trading for him? And he signed for another year. So it's not even like you're getting a – you're not getting an expiring contract or anything. Is Chara too old to play? It doesn't look like it this year. All right, guys, that's all the time we got for you tonight. Uh, it was a fun one, nice overtime win. Travis Konechny with another overtime winner. He's getting good, huh? He looks like uh, he looks like that first round pick. Thank God Boston passed on him. Uh, thanks for joining us. Be sure to check out this week's episode of BSH Radio. We recorded it last night, so it is up there for you to find. Uh, also, Fly Perbly, uh, the Fly Perbly podcast is now uh, available through BSH. They are one of our subsidiaries now. They are part of the BSH family, so check them out. Thanks, everyone, for joining me. I will be back for the Tampa game on Thursday, so uh, I hope to see you all then. Take it easy, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or... I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.